The views and content expressed on the following program are provided solely for informational and entertainment purposes. They do not constitute legal advice. A podcast is not a substitute for retaining a competent, licensed attorney to advise you on your specific legal situation. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to the Break the Business Podcast. I'm Ryan Carella, and it is a pleasure to have you here this week, and it is a pleasure to be joined in the studio once again by our guest co-host here, all the way from Ottawa, Canada, from the Pop of Color blog, Clara Sharon. So good to have you here again. So good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. You can't, you went, you came here in Miami, you went all the way back to Canada, and then came back again just to do this episode here in Miami. What a... What a kindness. <laughs> oh, yeah. With five feet of snow back That's in Canada, right. 12 degrees Fahrenheit, yeah. oh. I would happily do it again. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, I again, and I, I, I think we mentioned this during the last episode, but just I'm so thankful that you took time out of this Miami trip. Um, you were in Miami Beach, which is a much more fun place than Kendall, where you are now. And you took some time out of this vacation to have to hang out here and hang out with Molly and be in this podcast. And uh, we all appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, Molly, the executive producer of Break the Business. <laughs> she really runs podcast. things around here. Yeah, she's the big dog, both literally and figuratively. Gosh, and so big. speaking of which, in this episode, we are going to be talking, continuing the talk actually, about music conferences. And I wanted to talk about interacting with the big dogs. Oh, this is so important. <laughs> this is a good topic. I think when a lot of people go to these music conferences, when a lot of indie artists are there, they all have the dream of like, I'm going to find the big wig at this conference, the, the mover and shaker that's going to help me move my career forward. I'm going to hand gonna, them my demo. I'm going to hand them the, and make all my dreams come true. <laughs> you know, I'm going to bump into Mark Ruffalo's character from Begin Again, and he's going to save me from all of this. But I mean, every... You know, everybody sort of indulges that fantasy, but you actually have some real actionable advice on how you could make real meaningful connections with some of these super established people, yeah? Yeah, okay, for one, ditch the CD. Oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, um, from what I The heard, demo tape. <laughs> demo tape. One, most reputable companies don't accept unsolicited material anymore. Yeah. Uh, two, most people don't have CD players anymore. Uh, <laughs> that's a good point. Three... Most people, especially the ones who don't travel with handbags, are not going to be carrying a stack of CDs around with them all day. Um, from what I heard um, from Canadian Music Week, lots of CDs find their ways into the urinals and are just dumped there. <laughs> the urinals? Um, I would not know. Um, but um, this is something that um, um, one of my classmates told me about a year, a couple of years back. Um, that would be the least effective urinal cake ever. <laughs> Oh my my music is the shit, <laughs> literally. Sorry, now we have to put an explicit thing on this podcast. I'm so sorry. There you go. You got your you got your rim shot this week. Congratulations. You're welcome. Oh man. Pop of color. Pop of color. Yes. If you're listening from last week, uh, Clara has agreed that anytime she makes an amazing point, her new thing is going to just be saying pop of color, and yeah, you know, that that got a pop of color and a rim shot. <laughs> So, all right, so so CDs, handing the big wig at the the CD at the conference is a no-go for all the reasons you brought up. That makes perfect sense. So do you have any, what what does work or what doesn't work? Um, Have a link to your Spotify on the homepage of your website. Hand them a business card with your website if they ask to hear your music. Um, 
If you have private unreleased stuff, you can have a hidden EPK page with a private SoundCloud link. Oh, I dig that. In terms of the business cards, is there have you found in your experience like what what tends to be better on a business card and what should not be on a business card? Because I've heard a lot of schools of thoughts on this, but I, I'd be interested in your perspective as a consultant. Like, what do you usually tell artists? Um, as long as they're not cluttered, I am very happy. Oh, so keeping it, you know, spacious and. Yeah, yeah. I've seen artists who try to ram every single social profile they've ever had on there. Yeah. You know, you full URLs and everything. Oh, so they don't even use the bit.ly? It's like... Or, or the, like, just the handle. The it's a at, bunch of backslashes. Instead of like, at pop of color music, it's HTTPS <laughs> <laughs> dot dot slash slash www. That's funny. No, um... No, don't. don't. Yeah, that's funny, um, yeah. Um, definitely if I've seen different schools of thought with the idea of writing notes on business cards, mm. um, in various cultures, it is considered very rude to take notes on business cards. Uh, but I know a lot of artists and a lot of industry professionals are really good at leaving one side blank and they make, they make sure that their business cards are done in a paper kind of quality like so that good, good solid stock like like yeah but it's like paper it's not glossy it's like actual writing paper okay. so that you can take notes on the back about yeah. what you how you met them and a little bit about them well, or your conversation so you can have a more personal follow-up so if i do that with every business card i get i always right away yeah. i'm gonna write down like where i met them from and what i know them from or i'm gonna forget because i get so yeah, many of these I mean, conferences Ryan, if we met and you told me you had a dog named molly I would definitely write that down, and you know, in all the follow-up email, how's Molly? Did she miss you? Nice. Bam! Instant personal connection. Um, that came into that um, technique came into ha- came in handy because I did two business, co- I did two music conferences back to back this past month, and in the first one, um, this is a really um, interesting and heartfelt story I wanted to share. But um, um, I met an artist on a panel. Um, for um, indigenous artists and indigenous artists issues up in Canada. And he was a rapper named Crook the Kid. And he was the talk of the conference. He was officially showcasing with how heartfelt and deep and provocative his music was talking about the real struggles of his people. He comes from a small community of about 400 people in the Northwest Territories of Canada. Um, There's no jobs. It's entirely government subsidized at this point. And everyone feels very, very hopeless up there. Um, And he writes music as a way to make sure his people's stories are not forgotten and to remember them. Because he feels like the rest of the country and the government especially has forgotten them. Wow. And he was talking about this with me after. But he was talking about how every every month, how it goes out, he pays $35 for rent. Um, you um, um, You know, a pitcher of milk is... $20, $20, but without it, without fail, he pays $6.50 for his Lander subscription <laughs> because, because that's the only way he is able to get his music to decent enough quality to be able to put out there yeah, and like get on playlists and build this traction to be able to tell the stories of his people so they're not forgotten. So that was at Megaphono in Ottawa, the first conference I attended. Then when I went to Folk Alliance at the vendor's booths, Lander had a booth. Oh, wow. And I managed to, I had, because I'd written all this down and I remembered it. I went up to the Lander people and I was like, hey, have I got a story for you? And now they're talking. Wow. And you, you, you were the connector that brought that together. 
Yeah, I mean, my end goal is to be a connector. I want to host tea parties where I invite people who should conveniently talk and collaborate in the music industry. I mean, this is my end goal. That's huge. And just that- from being able to take notes, because there's no way I, I mean, as touching as the story was, I met so many people that I wouldn't have remembered. But because I wrote, took notes, I was able to do that and done something helpful. Sure, it didn't advance my career, but it makes me feel great. And it, and it's going to do wonders for both of them, I hope, especially Crook. Well, I I bet you've advanced yourself and at least in an indirect way because you've underscored what I will often tell artists is the best kind of networking, which is come at it from a perspective of how can I help others versus what can this person do for me? Mm-hmm. You know, when, whenever I, whenever I work with clients, whenever, whenever I just come across an artist, I always think about who do I know that I can connect that artist to, to help them out. And just by virtue of the fact that I've been doing this podcast for a hundred and too many episodes. Um, I, I, I sort of have built this like cool little network community, community of guests where it's like, oh, you need to know, you need a PR agent. I know somebody really good for that. Oh, you're looking for a, a, you know, a, a ska artist to collaborate with in the Southeast. Well, I know somebody that's perfect. And, you know, if, and it's like what you said about being a connector, like there's, there are there are certainly worse reputations to have in the music industry than being known as the guy or gal, the person who knows who everyone, bring, right? Who knows everybody can bring everybody together, and you know, and when you come at networking with that perspective, one of selflessness instead of you know, what can I get out of this person, but what can I give to them? You're going to get deeper, more meaningful relationships. Yeah, for sure. I mean, here's another story from the Megaphono Conference. Uh, it was taken. It took place in my city of Ottawa, Canada, and there was a delegation from the UK, including someone who worked in, happened to work in sync licensing, and we were talking. Um, I'm not currently working in the sync field. I, I do different marketing things, but not that. Um, but she mentioned that her, she left behind her four-year-old son back at home in London, and he really wanted a stuffed owl as a gift. <laughs> so on my lunch, on the lunch break in between the conference, I ran to the local mall because I knew where to get one. And I got one, and I had it sent to her hotel room. And now there's an owl named Clara who's somewhere in London very hap- with a ha- very happy four-year-old boy. And guess what? I'm going to be remembered. I was about to say, they'll, they'll know you forever now. because I'm the owl girl, yeah. The owl is you know, quite literally perched on their shelf. Uh, Clara the owl. That's... That's great. Yeah. yeah. Just to finish the thought on business cards, the yeah. other way to do it is to have a, um, a conversation starter. So that's mm. what I do. My business cards are um, have a glossy texture because they're glittery. <laughs> Meet me in person. I'll give you one to show you. Uh, but yeah, but on the back, because you can't take notes on them because pens don't really adhere to the glossy business card coat. Um, what I did is I said, ask me about my music industry late night talk show. Oh, cool. wow! You, you know, so bam! Now we have yeah. a conversation opener. That's really cool, and uh, slash, I, I assume you get a lot of hits out of that. You no, know, right? slash like, cheap plug, yeah. A cheap plug. Like, so they're like, okay, well, tell me about your music industry late night talk show. <laughs> um, and, and I guess it works particularly well because you have you know a distinctive thing that you're asking them to ask you about. If you if if it was ask just an me artist about being my like, mixtape, yeah, ask me about my album. Oh, great. Ask me about my beats. Yeah. <laughs> But like, and so I think... Ask me about my guitar. Yeah. So like, I think the best advice to make that work is, you know, find the thing that makes you distinctive as an artist. If you have a cool story about your career or something, and then make that the thing they want to ask you about. Because I'll read like, you know, ask me about the time that I saved, you know, six kittens from a fire and be like, all right, we're going to, let's talk about your kitten story. 
know? I mean, even <laughs> like you see this in like press releases for, for interviews with the media. So why not do it on business cards to, mm-hmm. to start talking to people? I, I, I like you know, that advice a lot. You know, I, ask me about the time I covered myself head to toe in body paint for my album cover. <laughs> you know, like you can think of something. Yeah. And the, uh, that to me, like ask. that, that, that's a great conversation starter. And I think it works at the cocktail parties that you were talking about where last week we were talking about this last week <laughs> as if we have, you know, we didn't just, you know, start recording another episode. Keep the mystique, Ryan. <laughs> Um, I'm a jet setter. Last week, you know, when you were back in Miami before you flew back to Ottawa and came back here again to do this podcast uh, because it's so lucrative, um, you you had spoken about how when when you're at that first day of the conference and there's the cocktail party at night, it's you know, and you know, you're in the unfamiliar area. It can be hard for you to find a way to network with somebody for the first time. And we talked about one way to kind of break the ice is to wear something distinctive that kind of allows you to make a first impression. And I think another awesome first impression device is this, you know, ask me about trick on the business card. Um, As long as it's something distinctive and not ask me about my mixtape. Boring. (laughs) You know, ask... Um, I don't know much about it, but what are the odds that's going to be found in a urinal exactly. in a few hours? <laughs> Ask me about how many urinals this business card's going to be in. Oh, wow. That's, I, man, that's, that's such a, I'm going to, I'm going to, that, that, I'm going to just steal that from my next book. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, uh, absolutely quote you for it, but that's a cool piece of advice right uh, as there. As long as I, I like get to do one. a blurb on the cover somewhere. Sure. Oh, you will, you will blurb yes. it up for sure. I can um, sign copy of the next book too. Without it. I mean, without a doubt. Um, oh, that's so cool. Here's another tip. If yep. you're going to be doing one-on-one meetings with people, or you know you have a scheduled time to meet someone in particular, particularly this comes in with um, the big shots, or rather the big dogs, the more slightly more peop- important people than you on the hierarchy at this point, mm-hmm. do some research of them if you don't know them already. So whether it be personal or just generally knowing what they actually do in the company, like, cool, there's a person from like this major label. Yeah, they aren't A and R though. So right. nice, nice try, buddy. <laughs> like, oh, congratulations! You just network with the bean counter at you know <laughs> the- Sony, who can't do anything for you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. anyway, so for example, this was when I make a fun of. Um, there was a person there from Slovenia. So the night before, I tried to teach myself how to say hello and thank you in Slovenian. Oh wow! So this is how I entered the conversation, and I think it went really well. <laughs> I didn't know pronunciation, but I mean, I, the conversation itself went really well. I'm sure they would appreciate the, the effort. All the English parts yeah. of it, anyway. <laughs> um, that's 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 a really that's smart, yeah. Yeah, and one more thing I can think of right now on the topic of when you're around big shots is act cool, just be natural. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I mean, my first music conference, I embarrassed myself in front of my songwriting hero. Um, so I'd like to give this, this, some advice to everyone. You you gushed (laughs) like fangirled hardcore. Oh, wow. Okay. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you want to reveal who this person was. Sure. Donovan Woods. Okay. He has, I, he, he signed my cowboy boot. Oh, (laughs) I've seen him in concert four times. I I, I want to see if we can get you into character here. And if this is something that like would just be too traumatic for you to do, let me know. But can you reenact 15 seconds of Clara Sharon meeting Donovan Woods and how badly you fangirled? Oh, Donovan. Just like Donovan Wood. Oh. Oh, my gosh. I saw you play live at the NAC last spring. You were better than the opening act. Than, than, than you, no, sorry. You were better than the headlining act. Can I get a picture with you, please?
please hear Tara Lightfoot, who's also someone who's rather distinguished as a songwriter and who was performing later at that cocktail party. Can you take a picture of me and Donovan? Oh, no. Oh, God. Bravo. Bravo, Clara. Thank you for taking us there. That was You're welcome. Break the business. So what you're telling us is... Don't that, do that. that approach shouldn't be what you do. Okay? No, I have um, matured and grown up since. <laughs> so now um, I, I, I watch this happen in, in more subtle ways, yeah. such as people interrupting conversations between business people to like try to come in and give their postcards or, or their flyers or business cards and less subtle ways, like what <laughs> I did. And I'm like in really cringing or like, okay, amateur hour is over. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, part of me is like, oh my gosh, they clearly don't know. This is their first day on the, <laughs> at the circus. But then I'm like, oh, but I was there too. So let yeah. me, o- let me only try to help. That's, um, but you know, so like, this is a, I mean, this is a business conference and these people have to deal with the fanboys and fangirls all the time. And I'm sure they would relish an opportunity to just sort of be seen as a, as an equal, a fellow creative and not, you know, you know, not an opportunity to, oh, let me get a picture. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah, we're supposed to be slightly cooler because we're like the inside crowd, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, don't don't worry. Like, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I we're, we're, I'm giggling over here, but you know, I've I've I did that exact same thing when I met Kyle Gass from Tenacious D at the NAM conference. It's like your music's the best, man. You're, Can you, you know, sign this? getting selfies with him? Like, and he's just trying to like you know sell whatever Can product. Can you sign my forehead? <laughs> It's like I know I have to give a talk in fifteen minutes, and you know, but can you sign my forehead? It's 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 for my sister. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my sister's name is also Ryan. Can you sign it backwards so I can look at it in the mirror? Yeah, we've all we've all been there, but you know, you know, certainly there's something to be said for uh, coming at it the right way. That's yeah. Good. I mean, especially I found this time around this year, um, realizing that these people are likely to going to be the the entire conference. So the first time you see them, you don't have to like, <laughs> you know, tackle them down, yeah. down to like force hand them your stuff. You can just be like, hi, Ryan. <laughs> and like continue the elevator ride. That's right. Well, well, like, you know, the, the first timer is gushed. And <laughs> I mean, you can make jokes with your friends too in Messenger, which I am. Um, I did at one point because I'm Folk Alliance, for example, all takes place in a hotel even the concerts, which takes place, which take place in various hotel rooms, so I got to be like, "Yeah, I'm sharing a hotel room with my celebrity crush." <laughs> Mind you, he's playing, and I'm just watching. But that's a side note. <laughs> wait, wait, like when you say in the hotel rooms, like in the actual hotel rooms, like there's a bed and a nightstand, and like, some dudes like, playing the guitar. Yeah, like we're all sitting on the bed watching the dude play the guitar. Like I'm sharing a hotel room with my celebrity crush. <laughs> Yeah, you don't say that to them. You say that to, yeah. like, you, you send that to your girls back home. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Th- that's perhaps the piece of advice. Like, you can still be the fanboy or fangirl at the conference, but save it for your group chat with your friends. Like, save it for OMG. the group chat back home. OMG. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Um, oh, and I wanted to talk about food. Food, okay. Don't eat in the hotel. Oh. <laughs> That is very expensive hotel food. You know, the $5 for an apple juice and, yeah. and up. Um, Especially those kiosks, like, right in the exhibition hall that, you know, are always super expensive. Yeah, that too. It's like movie theaters. They got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so what I recommend, because most of these big conferences take place in big cities. You know, I've been to ones in Toronto, Montreal, even Ottawa. I'm going to Austin 
this August for the CD Baby DIY Musician Conference. Excellent choice. Is um figure out where the locals eat. So find your local if you're staying in a hotel, find the local grocery store closest to it and do actual like local groceries. Um, if you can find like the food carts. So for example, I got like a dollar hot dog when I was in Toronto and walked like through the hall. Like on the on the on the sidewalk where like all the business people who regularly work in downtown Toronto had it. Yeah. Or in Montreal, there's an entire underground city. If you keep going underground, you're gonna hit the train station and the subway and find the you know, get your McDonald's or Subway sandwiches. Or like regular food that people eat. Yeah. You know, the the canteens there. Well, and it it almost kinda reminds me of a piece of advice that I think you gave during the previous episode where you talked about sort of you, you talked about the value in sort of figuring out where the quiet places are at the cocktail party so you can tell other people where they are later yeah. and you get to be that cool person like oh i did that too here let me show you where to get a subway that's sandwich what i'm saying at, yeah you know at 11 p.m when right. like <laughs> like you know you scope out all the restaurants in the area so that you become oh i'm the restaurant person i know where the cool restaurant is in no. toronto I, yeah, exactly. I can show you where to get 24-hour pizza. Yeah. Come with me, boys. That's right. And there's a cool networking there as you you, know, as yeah. you lead people on a pizza adventure throughout yeah. Toronto. Um, <laughs> other hacks. These are more on the hacky side. I like to say is try not to pay for your own meal. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. a, that's a fun one. If you can try to jump into a really good... If you really make a connection with someone, try to like offer a trade of your insights for... Them paying your meal. Yeah. That's fun. You can do that. <laughs> uh, if you're traveling somewhere you've never been, especially internationally or to a region, um, this is what I'm planning to do for the CD Baby Conference in Austin um, this August. But basically, I'm from Canada. This is going to be in Texas. So I'm going to look at all the chain restaurants they have in the area close to the hotel and where the conference is taking place that I don't have back home. Sign up for all their loyalty programs that give free stuff on your birthday and say that my birthday is that week. Oh, man. What are you going to do? Sue me, International House of Waffles. (laughs) (laughs) That's slick. Oh, man. Pop a color. I was about to say, that that definitely deserves a pop a color. And dollop of syrup. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a straight up hack right there. That's a good one. Pack granola bars. That's also a good one. No, there's... Eat healthy just because there's plenty of... Chips and beer does not mean you should solely exist on chips and beer and coffee. Try to eat, have a vegetable once in a while. <laughs> You're going to sustain longer if you can, if you do. Um, um, yeah. Uh, take care of yourself. That's also a good one. It's very easy to burn out at these things. Yeah. I mean, I... I, and, I, want, I want, on one hand, you do want to take the advantage of every opportunity. But on the other hand, not at the cost of your own mental health. Yeah. And so you, you, you'd certainly advise an artist that like, if you need to step out of the conference, that's where the bathrooms come in handy. That's where you go. But if you need to step away, like, don't feel like, don't feel guilty. Like, Oh, I paid for this conference and I'm missing out on promising opportunities. Like get your head right. No. I mean, the way I see it is you want to be in as good a mood and as on fire and, you know, on when you meet the first person of the day as the last person of the day that you meet. So you don't want, so it's better to be a shorter time where you're like on site and, you know, in full artist networking mode, but you're like giving your all and being, making a great impression than have it, than trying to like 
marathon it out and you lose momentum, you lose steam and you don't make a good impression, whether it be because you're tired, you're irritable, you're not, you're tripping over your words or you're just not paying attention and not getting the best, most out of the conversation or the opportunities. Well, that definitely appeals to the people who listen to this podcast. We are huge self-care proponents around here. We're we're all about yeah. you know, making sure that the that you have the oxygen mask on before you put it on anybody else, and just you know getting your head right because you're not exactly. going to be able to create great art without that. Exactly, great art or great opportunities with meeting people. Yep. I mean, at Folk Alliance, I found a rather secret um, bathroom on the second and a half floor. Um, that it was like this bathroom that was like at least three or four times the size of my entire apartment back home. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they had like an entire like room of only for makeup with like mirrors and like stools and beautiful lighting. So I ended up filming like a live inter- an Instagram live interview in the bathroom with some other um, musicians I cost I dragged into this. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> you know. So bam, let's talk about. <laughs> The music industry with like the wall art of the bathroom and tiles, and but it had like the most beautiful chandelier lighting. So hey, even if you need to take some time to, for quiet, it's not always for nothing. You meet some great people. No question about it. Well, listeners, uh, Clara has shared with us so much terrific insight. I'm going to start doing that business card thing now. Yesterday, because that's <laughs> that one was particularly awesome. Uh, Clara. Tell the listeners where they can find all the great stuff you have going on, because I know there's a lot more great insight where that came from. Um, Okay, so I publish weekly blog posts on my website, popofcolormusic.com. You can do it color with a U, the Canadian way, or with O-R, the American way, because I recently bought the domain to the American spelling, so... Bam, I got it. <laughs> so I'm very pleased with that choice. Um, I also am on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, Facebook, Monday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard. I have a music industry late night talk show. It's basically like those political late night talk shows, but instead of complaining about Donald Trump, we talk about relevant news in the music industry. This is why Ryan and I get along so well, because we all, we always talk about the <laughs> yeah. news, and then yeah. we go further into other subjects. I tend to do a te- more of a teaching workshop kind of keynote and ryan will get really into depth with um interviewing someone bringing a guest on so so we have a lot in common on that and we if you like ryan you should like me hint hint no, i'm the amazon no recommended <laughs> if you like you may also like um, and, yeah, and if you're if you're more of a cat person than a dog person uh your show has a lot more cats showing up yes i have two cats royal majesty louise and earl they um, run the place let's be real and they'll show up on the <laughs> um, because i film in my living room live live um the, they will occasionally like walk through and I will introduce, I also am foster cats occasionally with a local shelter. So sometimes we get kittens oh, nice. <laughs> who show up. So you have to keep tuning in. Um, I, for what I do for um, the working to fund this is I do marketing in bright and colorful ways with independent bands, artists, and music companies. So um, I'm... I write bios, I make EPKs, I'm starting to get into tour booking, which has been really fun. This is how I've learned my American geography. <laughs> That's okay. cool. I didn't know New England wasn't a state until after. <laughs> I thought, it, well, you have a New York, you have a New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. I thought New England was something. Anyway, 
that besides the point. Well, you know, yeah. it'll, it'll, so it'll, anyway, it's, it's, you can, you can it's check, a bunch of kind of yeah. tiny states you and can, they all look the same. So, you yeah. can check that out on the website too. I have a bunch of freebies, free downloads. Um, I'm currently building my first course to be able to scale this because I'm always out of hours in the day. Um, <laughs> it's called Make Fans Feel Special, um, email list for creatives. And it's just a bunch. It's just teaching, teaching and talking about the importance of email lists. And instead of going in the direction that lots of other courses take with you know, step by step how to set it up. It's more like here, here's how to not make it feel like a chore. Here's how to convey your personality into it. Here's not to get like stuck in the spam filter by accident. Here are a hundred plus ideas for things you can write to your fans that aren't buy my mixtape, buy my album, you know, that aren't salesy. And I'm currently doing a pre-order of it. If you're listening before it's built, which should and launch, which will be sometime in March, you can get it for, I believe, twenty five dollars. But it's going to go to full price when you when it's fully launched. So get those early birds, guys. Yes, have we taught you nothing? Yes, get those early (laughs) birds. Fund my Uber, my full Uber, not Uber (laughs) pool back from Ryan's place because I'm going to shell out the extra ten bucks (sighs) to be able to not ride up and down uh, the uh, Miami yeah. highways for an hour with not, some guy who doesn't speak English. Yeah, not drive through the Everglades. Stupid. and Yeah, oh my God. Well, I mean, it's not a Miami trip, Clara, unless you deal with Miami traffic and, you know, get lost and, you know, fear for your life. So, and meet a gator or two. And meet a gator or two. So you've had the full experience now. You, you've truly been uh, to Miami now. And, you know, I can't tell you how grateful I am that you came over here Gave us some great insight that, you know, got you to, you know, stop by the studio, you know, give us so much awesome advice. And just, you're fun to talk to also. I hope we were having some good banter going. It was great. Thank you. So thank you so much. And so again, check her out at popofcolormusic.com. Music.com. There it is. And thank you all for listening to the Break the Business Podcast. Woo!